so this is being recorded. Um, <laughs> what? It's being recorded. Uh, you know, just a little a chat. You know, I got a podcast, and I've been talking about us doing an episode together. Like, you know, mommy talk. <laughs> So, like I said, I don't have any sought out questions. I have been meaning to do this, but I feel like every time I come to Atlanta, I just don't be, yeah, I just be in a, uh, oh. a shade oh, or something. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's not even that, but I don't know. I feel like I'm just never like really prepared every time I come. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I kind of just wanted to go with the flow and just kind of have conversations and open spaces. Um about different things like how you how you felt when I moved to New York like when I told you when we had that conversation so I came over here I stayed for did I say for two days or did I say for four okay maybe three or four days Mm -hmm. then I let y'all know like hey I got this apartment I'm moving and you know you were like well you know don't see you anyway so That was that. I was like, okay, well, she took it way better than I expected that she would have. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have been talking about it. Like, I've I've mentioned New York to you over that past two years, like, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it's so funny because I remember I was talking to Sharita one time. And she was talking to me about New York. And she was like, yeah, you know you almost gave your mom a heart attack. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, when you left, like, da-da-da. And I was like... It was just so interesting to hear that because what I heard from you was just, it was so chill, you know? So I was like, I wonder if she, like, actually, like, how does she feel? When- I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind you going. I, you know, I'm a more plan things out kind of person. Yeah. And I was just like, it's kind of just like, I didn't know what the turnout was going to be. And I never want you to fail at something. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay this doesn't work out then I gotta pick up the pieces of her about to like fall out about it not being happy mm-hmm. about it not working out yeah that's kind of like how I felt when we did the running for Miss Langston Hughes mm. I was like I gotta go all the way out like I'm not gonna be able to take it if my baby don't win this you know what I'm saying yeah this pageant thing because I was like you never like wanted to do nothing like that yeah so the fact that you asked and you said you wanted to run I'm like we gotta win. There's nothing. There's nothing else. To do. <laughs> we just gotta win. All right, and you definitely. I mean, you went all out. I will say, like, I d- I, I would definitely not been able to do that without you. I mean, we were even working around like the the things that we couldn't do. Like, oh, we can't have flyers. Okay, well, we are gonna have lanyards with the flyers on them. You know, like, oh, we can't give out food. Okay, well, we gonna pull up after school. You know, like, just. I would have never even thought of that. I would have never even thought of that. So I'm definitely appreciative to to always have you on my team. But yeah, I, it's so funny. I can't even date back to like what made me consider even running. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, she said she want to run. I was like, oh God, all I could think about it was like, and then you was like the hair cheerleaders running. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I only see this shit on TV. So I was just going to go. Right. Like, how do we handle this? So I was just like. Oh, we just got to show out. And I thought about, like, okay, I got all this marketing background. I got right. all these people behind me who know how I am about Mercedes. And right. they like, okay, what's, what does she need? 
All my friends came over. I know. Oh my gosh. We was all in there. Had a whole campaign going like he was running for mayor. <laughs> so it yes. was kind of like day and all, night. <laughs> so I think the whole New York thing was just like you know, it was a more too, afraid that yeah. you know it was like too far to save me in a sense. Was just going right. I was like, if something happened, it's like okay, she's not here. There's no run around the corner and go get her and you know right. something like that. So. I think it was more of a fear for you and you know didn't want you to be disappointed it shit didn't go the way that you wanted to mm-hmm. and all of that shit but i mean by the time you got down there and got settled and was doing your thing you wasn't calling for nothing you were yeah. just handling i was like okay well shit maybe this was the move for her mm-hmm. she knew more what she was doing than we did so <laughs> I, it was never in me to discourage you from it yeah it was just me more wanting you to be open-minded mm-hmm. and you know Cause I mean, I, me personally, I'm still at the point where if I think there's a possibility that it's not going to go the way I want it to go or that I think it's going to go, I'm not even going to do it. Really? Like I just kind of like, yeah, you know, not really, uh, I haven't really failed that much. Mm-hmm. So I think I was more like, okay, I don't want her to fail Yeah. and be, you know, distraught and it just, you know, that'll mess some people up like permanently yeah. and they can never get, you know, they mind. Yeah. No, that's true. Cause I have had friends or I know someone that I'm thinking about in particular that like came to town and tried to make New York work for them and came back. They, I mean, they couldn't make it work and they came back and they were just not happy right. with and life. In a slump and just yeah. like they failed and yeah. you know why I came and my friends that went down there and made it work and yeah. I can't do it. And you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I've had friends like that too. Yeah. A lot Comparison of was a killer. To Georgia mm-hmm. too. You know what I'm saying? Cause we make stuff look easy. Right. So then they try to do the same thing and then it don't go like that for them. Right. So they just be, it seemed like they be like stuck in a little funk and some people don't. Some people yeah. be like, shoot, I come back and try it again. Right. Oh, okay. I know what I didn't do right, but you know, yeah. some people have that spirit and some people don't. Yeah. I, I've, I've talked about that before. Even just like this, the power of social media, like you can put off what you want people. Like that's the glory of it. Like you can, show as much or as little as you want people to see you know Mm -hmm. because when I first moved there like I was you know like I wasn't in like a space where I'm in now or anything like that like I was trying to get it right and I wasn't even talking to y'all about that because I really was just trying to do it on my own Mm -hmm. um so yeah because I did feel like you know growing up and once I moved out and stuff like I felt like I was leaning on y'all too much, even though, like, y'all are my parents, and, of course, like, you mm-hmm. should be able to count on your parents for things, but I just want to count on myself. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, people, you you can show them what you want to show them, and sometimes people take that <clears throat> in totality and think that's just what it is. So I definitely understand that. Yeah, so it wasn't, you know, and then I wasn't going to put a fear in you as if I didn't think you could do it or nothing like that. Yeah. It's just like, I just want to support you. If that's what you want to do. Okay. Yeah. Work it out. Yeah. I know we can do anything we want to, but again, you know, you was young and you was just moving to a whole nother state. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Let her do it. Either way, we're going to make it work. We're going to go yeah. here if we need to or whatever. Yeah. So I wasn't tripping on that. So yeah. I definitely wasn't going to give you no, you know, thing mm-hmm. of, feeling like damn I don't even think I can do it kind of thing I'm just like shit right yeah I, ain't gonna, I don't want you to be like oh my mama don't want me to go you know because yeah. you're gonna miss you or something like that I'm like 
get on a plane and come anywhere I need to come. Right. So I think that was also my thing of waiting to tell y'all when I was actually leaving too. Like I wanted to make sure that I had everything in place, like my place, like um, you know, my occupancy and things like that. Right. Just so when y'all do ask, like, okay, well, you know, you want to move to York? Exactly. Where you gonna stay? Where you gonna, you know? So that's why I was like, I I got right. I'm like if, right. I'm like even if I I ain't there or I don't have it all together, I at least have something right. to, you know. Yeah, like I did think this through. I right. did go through the necessary steps as right. I'm going. So you right. definitely did it. I'm like, I, hey, I came. I got two months paid for. I might not have no money right now, right. <laughs> but I, might be I got a place. To, right, I got a place to stay. I might be eating pizza every day. Right. Ninety nine cents slice, right. but no, I was I was definitely gonna make it work and. I love it. I, I definitely, I have no regrets with that. Um, I will say at times it does get kind of lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like where I have like my moments of like wishing that I was closer to y'all or. But that's how we was when we moved down here. We ain't got no family down here. Yeah, that is true. We moved down here and then everybody else started moving down. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or we made our family our friends. Mm-hmm. And just kept it moving because sometimes you need to get out of your comfort zone yeah. or your safety net. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And do your own thing. So. Yeah. Because I was feeling like, like you know, when I before I left here, I was I had just started a new job. Like I was there like only like four or five months mm-hmm. um, when I was working at that startup company, which I mean, I was leaving there anyway. They were bad vibes. But <clears throat> I felt like I was starting to like move up. You know, I was starting to make more money and this and that, but I didn't really feel like I was progressing. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't really feel like I challenged myself or, you know, like... It was too easy. It was nowhere to go. Yeah. No growth area. That's kind of what I was was getting. And also, I just felt like Atlanta didn't pay. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is not enough money. Uh, it's, It's better than what I was making, but that still doesn't make it, like, good. Yeah, and when it comes to Atlanta, it's like... Atlanta is really big on you got to have the piece of paper, the education, yeah, or whatever. But sometimes, if you kind of weigh out when you move to a spot like New York, they mm-hmm. gotta pay more because the cost of living is more, right? So, if you try to do that ratio in what you get paid there, you know, in reference to your bills, mm-hmm. it kind of ain't too far off, mm-hmm. but at least you're doing something more enjoyable and you're learning new things that you'll also be able to take on to the next job when you move right. up or your own company. You know right. what I'm saying? Because that's basically what I did. It was like, I came in a door in Georgia making crumbs, yeah. like $12. Because mm-hmm. I was like, guess what? All I got to do is get in that dough. Mm-hmm. Once they see what I'm capable of, I'm good. I don't even care. It was just something because I didn't have to work. Yeah. But it was like, okay, let me just get in the door because I know my skills. I have more education background than my manager. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. And then you just kind of get a feel and be like, okay, well, no, nah, this ain't a fit because they're intimidated by my educational background and my skill set. And I'm seeing other people elevate, you know what I'm saying, above me mm-hmm. that don't even have the qualifications that I have. So some things you got to identify, be like, okay, this ain't where I need to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And try something else. So I still learned some stuff from them. And then I went to the real estate thing. And that's completely different from Michigan. Wasn't feeling that vibe. And then got off into the marketing and that was my thing yeah I've always been into graphics and things like that so I was able to do big million dollar level marketing coordinating type stuff Mm -hmm. and I was able to take that and help me do right you know I'm saying elegant and high-end events now for myself yeah 
So it was like, you know, every little thing and every little place in real estate that I worked for, they showed me how to do certain things too, a negotiation thing. So those type of uh, things I took from the previous jobs helped me move forward in my, you know, my personal yeah. business. So, you know. Would you say like <clears throat> back then, and I, I don't know if it's something that you've ever like dealt with personally or something that you ever thought of, but like, would you say, like you say, you have more experience in your manager and stuff like that. Like, do you ever think that, like you being a woman or like race had anything to do with it sometimes with her i definitely <clears throat> felt like race had something to do with it mm -hmm. but not completely because i've seen her elevate some black people i also think it was more of their friendship level mm, like she know? already knew yeah, or had yeah, a good yeah. relationship with right them. and i'm like okay yeah. i'm new but i'm still know how to do it better than them yeah. and i still got the educational background so it's yeah. because they've been there longer right why they should already been in that position yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I get notified about the position and then I try to apply for it and then I don't move up. And you making it seem like I'm not qualified, but I'm like, I got more right. than you. So at that point, it wasn't what you know, but who it you was know. No, it was not even worth being there no more. Mm -hmm. And I left gracefully. I've never burnt any bridges on the way out the door. Mm -hmm. It was all good. I'm still friends with some of them same people that I worked with there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I had my paralegal degree and they didn't. Right. But you got me doing customer service answering the phones like I'm a receptionist. Mm. I'm like, that was not the plan. And I was told that I would be able to move up to that position. Oh. So to see, you know, other movement around me and me not do it, I was like, yeah, they trying to play with me. Mm. You I, went straight from there to? To Clark and Washington Law Firm. Why don't I remember that? Yeah, because that's where I was working at when... Yeah, that was, was that far up. Oh, okay, that was okay, the one okay. Off the freeway. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was still there, and I moved down thirty days before y'all, and got the apartment and stuff, and then y'all came down. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I did that, and then I went off into the real estate, and I stayed there probably like thirty days, mm -hmm. and they actually hired me because somebody was moving out of town, and then they actually decided that they didn't like what where they moved to and wanted to come back and wanted their job back. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to play that game with them. Right. So Why that was that, that even something they considered? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So after that, it was the marketing place. So, hmm. and after the marketing, I stopped working. They relocated to Denver and wanted me to move to Denver. Passed to relocate to Denver. I said, no, we're from Detroit. We're not relocating to Colorado. <laughs> Thanks. So I was like, I didn't even know that. They paid me to come to, to Denver to train uh, their staff, and then they let me work from home for a year. Mm. They paid me to work from home. and then This was at the same time you were in school. Yeah, I was yeah, definitely still in school. Mm. And um, after that dissolved, I just kind of chilled out and just did straight school. And then a real estate company in Detroit, Jerry and Joy and them, they was like, how about we pay you to come back and forth? Hmm. So I did that for about another year and a half. So I was driving at first. Were you a paralegal? Or were you doing real estate? Like you were, you were a realtor? I was a, well, no, I was a foreclosure specialist. Okay, I know about that. So that's what I was doing for them. And they was like, okay, well, how about we pay you to come back down? We'll fly you down. You stay here a couple of weeks and you go home a couple of weeks. So I did that for a year and a half back and forth. That's crazy. Yeah. So mm. that's why y'all was with Mark a lot. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's like hearing that now and like understanding all of that going on versus like when I was younger and just being like, she never really here, <laughs> you know, like she, mm -hmm. I feel like you were so back and forth, but I never had any like concept of what I was actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. So they were paying me to pay for my, my fuel when I was driving. Then I decided, okay, get on the plane. Mm -hmm. They was paying for me to drive down paying for my fuel to come down, paying for all of my fuel when I travel around in the city, 
They had me going out to houses. I was still getting like $800 a week plus commission on all of the houses that I was redeeming. Uh, but the foreclosure. you felt like that was too much? Like, no, why it was didn't great. It was just the market started to crash. Oh, uh, okay, okay, And they okay. couldn't afford to do that anymore. Gotcha. So okay. that kind of winged off, and I totally understand that, you know, we still love each other. I oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Them and deal with them and everything. So that was still a great relationship, still is. Uh-huh. And then that's yeah, how I got that. off into the marketing coordinator thing. And and that's, like I said, they I did that, and then I did the marketing coordinator thing, that, you know, with the Denver uh-huh. and all of that. And after that, I just was got tired of staying at home. I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And that's when I said, let me go find me something part-time. And that's when I got with Cherokee funding. Mm-hmm. And part-time never happened. I was, I was like, I was like, when were you ever part-time? <laughs> I was supposed to work like four days a week, like, you know, five hours, 20 hours a week. Yeah, I was full-time from the time and overtime from the time I walked through the door. So, and of course, that was a great relationship. Learned a lot from them, made a lot yeah. of connections, a lot of friends, and still good friends with them. Right. So, you know. I mean, just, they, I, I got to work there, yeah. too. So, I and love that. They that, Kwan to do some stuff for them. You they, know what I'm saying? They definitely, like, I mean, you were obviously, like, the mover behind that. But that really helped me get to where I am, like, as far as, like, starting there and then moving around and being able to work in, you know, corporate and work in tech and all that. Mm-hmm. Really started from there because I, I never, I never worked in hospitality. I've never worked in right retail, like none of that i've always had you know and you know when i was younger when i uh was in high school i worked at wendy's mm-hmm. i worked at hardy's mm-hmm. i worked at tim hortons and i worked at coney island mm-hmm. those were my only i think i worked i worked at Ryder too for a minute oh, okay and that didn't go so well um but those were really like my only jobs and it was like okay this ain't this ain't my cup of tea. Like yeah. I, I don't. Do and you guys never stuff. even put that like on us to move work in restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, really. I feel like to work. Like I mean, I feel well, like we like I had to drive to like want to do something. And well, this thing, the, and the thing was is like, yeah, we just you know we knew how that environment kind of went. Yeah. And it was like we rather start prepping y'all for more business stuff yeah it was like okay well we got a company we can pay you more than what they can pay you right and you don't have to deal with all of that nonsense that come with dealing with people yeah you know what i'm saying so it was like okay now let's teach you how to do this payroll let's teach you how to do this paperwork yeah let's teach you how to do this computer stuff or let's teach you how to go do some deliveries in case something happened to us y'all can run a company thing but again, we didn't force y'all into that. That was just something that y'all can do right. until y'all decided, you know, which I really wanted to do right. in the meantime, in between time. But we wasn't forcing y'all into the family business. It's right. like I was, I was down. I'm like, hey, let me make some money. <laughs> I can't speak with Quan, but I was definitely like, let's let's do this, and I'm I'm definitely appreciative um, for that. Um, I feel like we, we've never, like, truly discussed it, but, like, how did you feel when I stopped going to school? I was not happy about that mm-hmm. at all. Because um, the thing was, it was like, here, it was like, that's kind of like, you got to have that. Mm-hmm. It's hard for you to get anywhere without it. Mm-hmm. So, but... I wasn't going to make you feel bad about it and you were working and you were maintaining your own and you, you know, you were making more than what, you know, some adults I know make. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Hey, it's working for her. It ain't for everybody. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? 
but I always stayed in school as long as I did. I hated school. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like I needed to because I had my kids so young and I didn't want y'all to think that it was okay not to go to school or that was the thing to do or you saw mama make it without going to school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to instill the school in y'all, which is why I stayed in school so long, just going to get stuff knowing I didn't need it for anything. Mm-hmm. So I was I was, I was def- definitely disappointed um, when you stopped going to school, but it didn't take me long to get over it. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing where I felt like, because I know a lot of people do that, and it may get to a point where you'd be like, you know what, I'm going to go back. I started it, I'm going to go back and finish it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If you plan on staying in the corporate world and not going off into your own thing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's fine. And some people love the corporate world. You know, yeah. some people love that. So that was not my thing. I don't think I could ever go back and work for nobody. Mm-hmm. However, I know I can if right. I need to. I have the skill sets and I got the educational background. If anything ever happened, if I ever lose my company, uh, any of my companies or whatever, I know I got enough skill set where I can go jump right back in the workforce. Mm-hmm. I got, you know, my bachelor's, my master's. I know that I got marketing background on my own. I can build websites, do any marketing material. I know that's something I can fall back on. I'm like, I got a, not a lot of talents where I always got something to fall back on. Yeah. So, and I know everybody don't have that creativity or don't have all of those various things that I know how to do to fall back on. So I know there's always a way that I can make some money. Mm-hmm. So you guys were kind of, you know, spoon fed a little bit. But we also still instilled some stuff into you guys. Like, we didn't just give you everything. It's like, right. okay, I want this. Right. we like, okay, you need to come over half. Yeah. It wasn't just like, here go the money for whatever you want. So we knew that y'all still had some drive in you. But, you know, it's like, damn, if that don't work out, then, you know, you, you ain't doing nothing else on the side. Or, you know, you don't have the skill set necessarily on the side to create that second income or fall back income. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, so that's when, you know, sometimes that piece of paper might help yeah. so you know but again I like the way in the route that you're going and I'm proud of what you're doing so I just now I'm in the mindset where I trust your decisions I feel mm-hmm. like you know what you're doing you've been making good decisions so if you decide that you know school ain't for you and you never want to go back hey you got a plan and you got something else that's working for you that's on you and down the line you might be like you know what I, I, I'm gonna just go back yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like as much as I hated school, sometimes I think about it like, dang, what if I go back to school? Mm-hmm. But I was just going back to get the PhD at the end of my name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, do I really want to pay all that money just to have that at the end of my name? Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, <clears throat> I definitely felt like it was it was never really something that we directly spoke about, but I knew it, I mean obviously like it would be some way. Cause even myself, like I think about that too, like how you were always in school growing up and stuff and I'm just like (laughs) I kind of was just like no um I think I was more disappointed of how you didn't tell me you dropped out of school yeah you just I'm asking about school work and have the end like close to the end of the time when you finally came out and told me I already knew yeah but I was just like just stop going to school don't say nothing just yeah just nothing so it was. I think that was a little disappointing. Like you ain't talked to us Have about a conversation. that. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, you was holding your own and you was grown. So. Yeah. 
like yeah i do i do um sometimes like i think i even told you one time when i was in new york i was looking at schools if i wanted to like transfer my credits that i had and and go back i do feel like i still have a drive to want to go to school it's just a matter of like me wanting to be able to be in a comfortable space and be able to go to school um it's actually kind of crazy we never have this conversation again but like i was enrolled for the next semester um and they I didn't have like insurance or something and this was when I was working the tip position so I didn't have any insurance and they wanted these vaccine shots or it was it, I don't think they were vaccines but they were like shots that I had to take um and they were like $400 a piece and I I was also just like in a weird space at that time I will say um and I just didn't feel like paying for it. I didn't want to do it. Um, and they closed all my classes. They un like they un mm-hmm. whatever. Take they kicked mm-hmm. me out of all the classes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I just like never got back into it. Right. But as yeah, I was definitely enrolled into starting my like junior semester, um, and going on campus and stuff. But but and that's that's part of not communicating with me. Yeah. Because my entire all of my degrees it's always been financial aid Uh never had to come out of pocket for anything Uh like ever like any any of my degrees never had to come out of pocket i mean it's a you just got to know what you got to do and the avenues that you got to go through but when you're trying to do stuff yourself and not communicating not knowing what resources you got to connect to then you just don't know you know what i'm saying so that's where communicating and have a conversation with somebody who done been there and done that, you know what I'm saying, comes into play. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree with that. Um, I do feel like, I don't know, it's just, like, different. Again, like, even though at that time, at that point, I wasn't in the household or anything like that, but I still feel like uh, we had a different relationship then than we do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, time time always has a you know an effect on that, or me being further away, and even when we had that time of like not speaking for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just I didn't feel like I was in the in the right space to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am appreciative of where we are now. Like, I'm, like, when people even just, like, yeah, like, you and your mom, like, y'all are, like, best friends, like, y'all talk all the time, or when I answer the phone, like, when I'm around my friends and stuff like that, and people are just, like, I just, I'm not, I don't know y'all like that, but, like, I just love y'all relationship. Yeah, my fr- my friends do that, too, or people that don't <laughs> even know me, mm-hmm. they'll ask me because they follow me on social media, they'd be like, oh, my God, how's your daughter? Like, they feel like they know you right? already, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know we went through our little time, and that was that was rough for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but i was, was also like not being able to have a good relationship with you yeah you know what i'm saying but it was also like if i didn't distance myself how how like you were so gun ho on you knew everything mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and we were clashing with that mm-hmm. you didn't want to take any advice or you felt like you know me us telling you something wasn't if it wasn't what you want to hear you just kind of shut down as if somebody is trying to like like we trying Attack to tell you me. something wrong or mm-hmm. not believing in you or something like that when it's like no we kind of like been down this road and trying to prevent you from having to deal with certain things and mm-hmm. it was like it was becoming 
you know what I'm saying, a discomfort every time it was a conversation. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, okay. But it, it irritated me because it was like we were getting to the point where it was like a debate and arguing. We couldn't even hold a conversation. And it was like, I don't even like talking to her. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, how do you not like talking to your kid? Like, that's the problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, I came to one day and was just like, you know what? I'm going to just put a lot of stuff to the side and I'm going to try to move forward because the little petty stuff is not worth not having a relationship with your child. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I did. I was just like, okay. I said, I'm going to take a different approach. You know what I'm saying? You were still in your ways, but I changed my ways to deflect conflict Mm -hmm. and then try to find a different way to talk to you because I know I'm, I, I talk strong in my beliefs and everybody can't take me so you know what I'm saying um, so I was like okay I'm going to try a different approach as well mm-hmm. and be a little bit more um, supportive and it got to a point when we started back talking you were still saying some stuff that I didn't believe in or didn't think was the right thing but I said it ain't, I don't have to you know I don't have to I don't have to be heard all the time mm-hmm. that's the point that I got to I'm like, just let her have her way. It ain't harmful. It ain't going to hurt her. You know what I'm saying? She got to make her own mistakes or, you know what I'm saying, or show me different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of let that kind of be what it was, and it, it, it worked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, you ain't you ain't got to tell her. Just let her do what she going to do, and she'll figure it out. Yeah. And what didn't work for you might work for her. Mm-hmm. So I just got to the point where I was just like, okay, I'm just let it flow. Yeah. And that was like that was like the best approach. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like I could say the same thing to someone else as far as, like, how I come off to people sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like us both being very, like, strong-headed in our opinions, Mm -hmm. like, that can clash at any, Mm -hmm. you know, any given moment. Um, So, yeah, I did feel like at some times it was kind of hard to to communicate certain things because I always felt like, judged in a sense or mm-hmm. I just felt like yeah like I, I, I don't know I just always felt like attacked mm-hmm. which is why like when we came back around I feel like I was still kind of holding off some mm-hmm. things just mm-hmm. because I didn't want to have those conversations mm-hmm. too but I did I also had to <laughs> be like I just have to stop letting everything affect me mm-hmm. in the way that it does like again people respond in different ways Sometimes people will say things. I think it's also just in, like, how you say, not, mm-hmm. like, what you say. Um, so some people are just not going to put it in a way that you would expect for it to be put in. And that's okay, too. Um, so I think once I kind of just got out of that as well, um, mm-hmm. it was just better for for everybody involved. And just, yeah, like, like you know, like, I'm, I'm working on some things. I'm going to therapy and kind of trying to understand how I communicate and how I receive communication Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean no one gets under your skin more than your family Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it could just be the slightest thing or something that i don't agree with that i still like i feel like i just have to like relax Mm -hmm. you know like for example i don't know like freddie could say something like as a joke but it's still like because I don't want people to actually, like, think that. Even though I know he's joking, mm-hmm. I'm just still like, no, it's not that. But mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not to be taken serious. It's literally a joke. Right. Or, and, and even outside of that, what you have to realize sometimes is, like, 
peep everybody don't mean harm. You know what I'm saying? And I heard that the other day when he was messing with you and I wanted to say something to you like, just let him have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, the way motherfuckers checking out of here, they ain't even worth it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just let him have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let him have his moment. He, you know, some things he's adamant about or he think he know, I just let him have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever's going to keep everything peaceful or yeah. not turn stuff into a debate or make nobody feel like they can't say nothing to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just got to let him have it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I used to have to get like that with mom. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because me and her, same thing. We used to super clash. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to couldn't even be in the same house too long together. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day, we had straight up fist fight. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it got to a point where it's like, I want a better relationship with my mom. Like, I got to stop this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, even, you know, like, one of the times she was down here helping me. And, you know what I'm saying? I had to think about, like, okay, I get so caught up in when I'm doing something and I want shit to be right. And... Even, and people was trying to help me, you know what I'm saying? But I yeah. get frustrated when people can't do simple, stupid shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, and I was like, you know what? You can't be like that. Yeah. So now I try to, you know, let them feel like, okay, I really appreciate your help. And, you know, try to handle them better. Yeah. Because they ain't got to be here to fucking help me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to yeah. be more appreciative. Because, you know what I'm saying? They are good help. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I'm doing events, my cousin, them, they come from out of town. They like, what you need? Anything you need. I'm like, damn, they don't have to do that. Yeah. So I try not to be so snappy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and even with my workers, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't, had a conversation with them where they feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to them like a kid. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, but it's like, damn, sometimes it's like, damn, you're 50 years old. How you don't understand this? You know what I'm saying? And that gets frustrating. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Again, you don't know how people was brought up, what, what hurts them, you know what I'm saying? How they was dealt with or whatever. And it just easily hurt. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know that. You just used mm-hmm. to being you. So you just have to, you know, have to be mindful yeah. uh, of people and what yeah. they've been through because you don't know. So, and be grateful when people take time out to do stuff for you or whatever. So it's like, you know, me and mom had a super great relationship the last, I don't say about 13 years. Mm-hmm. It's been like super, super good. It's like, you know, I used to be, you know, mad about some of the stuff for the, you know, in the upbringing and this, that, the other. And then, you know, I had to realize, like, you know, had to really, really think about it as you get older. Like, nah, she really did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was tripping. I was trying to be grown. I was trying to run the street. So I made sure that I got to a point where I wanted her to know that she's appreciative. And anything she asked of me, I try to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Without attitude, without this and, like, without that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, we have our little things and it's it's... It's something that I hope that you grow out of, you know what I'm saying? Because I see the old me in you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, it's like when somebody asks you to do something, even though you will do it, your face tells a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it makes nobody not want to ask you to do anything. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't, we shouldn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay when Mark was like, order the pizza or whatever, I was like, he was like, man, you should have, I said, we could have just got it. He's like, you should have sent Sadie. I'm like, no, I don't even want to ask Sadie to do nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, every time somebody asks you to do something, it's just like a whole delay. You got a delay. Ain't no, just do it. It's a whole delay or a talk back or a huff or it's like, damn, as parents, we think we've done a lot for you. And it's like the simple stuff 
that we ask of you, it always seems like it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I go to my mama's house, I'm going to do shit, you know what I'm saying, without even asking. Or she needs something to run to the store, this, that, and the other. It's like, it don't it don't come easy with, with you. But, you know what I'm saying, my boy, he different. I tell Quan to go damn run halfway across town. He going to do it and not even huff about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I ask you to run to the store, it's going to be like, whew. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's never an eagerness to do anything that mm-hmm. somebody asks you. You know what I'm saying? And I just hope that you get out of that. And, I mean, you know, at your age, I, I don't know if I was out of it by then. But I just want you to learn from my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, back then, you know, motherfuckers lasting and living forever, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like... Yeah. Any, every given day, anybody, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I just like literally like not trying to take nothing for granted, not trying to have no enemies out here, not trying to feud with nobody, just trying to, you know what I'm saying, love on my family and spend time with them and, you know what I'm saying, like making sure Freddie straight. I know that's what mom will want, you know what I'm saying, just got to take care of family because it's like we all move, everybody different, everybody caught up in their own life and don't really, you know, check on each other like we supposed to. Like I need to check Come on. You know how to open it? You can't open it? Pull on the handle. No, open that door. Pull on the handle. Oh, wow. You smoking? You could come in. We smoking too. I did keep the last part of that video, or audio rather, because it did sound kind of like an interlude. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? I swear I just did like a country accent at the end of that. Um, but snapping back into reality, uh, we will be doing a part two. So definitely watch out for that. We'll be digging a little deeper into my childhood upbringing and just what it was like for her to be a young mother. So yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you soon on Say What's On Your Mind. Ciao.